0: Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show.
1: Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle. I'm joined by my producer, Eric Johnson. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm excited. I'm ready to learn. I, I, I like joining you. I love it when you have guests.
2: But uh, yeah, kind of like it when you and I are interacting too, because I get to ask you the questions.
1: It's fun to talk more together. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. All right. Speaking yeah. of what are we talking about today? We are talking about how the rich avoid taxes. So oh. we might get slightly political today. I don't know how political we've ever gotten. This might be the this might get up to the a little level of a uh, politicalness, maybe a maybe a three out of ten. We'll see how it goes. All right. But I read an article and it said how the rich, how the top one percent Dodge 163 billion dollars per year in taxes, mm. and I thought interesting article. I got to read this. You ever heard of the term clickbait? Oh, absolutely. Have yeah, we'll I for think that. It's a <laughs> Yeah, I fell for it. It's a little bit of a clickbait because I thought, oh my goodness, rich people dodging their taxes. I want to learn about this and see what they're doing uh, wrong. And I read the whole thing, and every single they talked about, every single thing they talked about is completely legal. And I mm. thought you guys got me. <laughs> Yeah, you guys got me but these articles are out there how the rich are dodging taxes and I want to talk about that a little bit and I want to talk about if there's some things we can learn from this that maybe the little guy can can use to make the best use of how the tax code is written because that's really what they turned out they're talking about they weren't dodging any taxes in any way they're just using parts of the tax code that are completely not hidden they're just right there so easy to to learn so we'll just go go through some of that
2: yeah absolutely no i i think there's a lot of
1: frustration
2: because it's all over the media i mean I, i've seen it just mm-hmm. in the last two or three days oh the the rich only pay 8.2 percent tax rate where everybody else is at 21 22 whatever it, there's always something that's they're, they're doing this to get our dander up but again, yeah. like you said, it's completely legal. They know the system. They're, you know, they, they have accountants that, and, and advisors that help them do this. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, there may be more opportunities for them to save on taxes, being a little bit more wealthy and, and some strategies that work only for people with a certain amount of money. I get that. And, and that can be frustrating. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they're doing what they should be doing by making sure that they're saving as much of their money as they can. It's not like anybody just wants yeah. to write right. on a check for fun
1: mm-hmm yeah yeah and just it seems like like you said your these articles things on facebook or whatever just trying to get your uh, your dander up mm-hmm. and personally I got, I got nothing against the rich as long as they didn't lie cheat or steal mm-hmm. and of course some people think the only way people do get rich is through lying cheating mm-hmm. or stealing i i disagree with that notion and i'm just wondering if you feel that way do you feel like your life is better or worse because patagonia or apple was founded and yet, here are the people that are the founders of Patagonia, Apple, all these different companies that people know and love. You know, they found a company, they get rich from it because everybody finds value in that company. They're they're buying things mm-hmm. uh, from that company, so it's just an interesting mindset, I think, sometimes. But we're gonna link to some of the different areas that there was a report from the Treasury that did not at all say tax dodge like the like the article did, and then there's another article that we're gonna link to. About how that one percent dodge—that's the one I saw originally. But then it was an interesting article, do is they said, "Well, here's how they avoid this this tax dollars." And I wanted to talk about that because I'm i just curious, going through it, if people feel like this is actually a, a wrong thing, avoiding tax dollars is a, a wrong thing from what we're going to end up talking about, or uh, is this something to learn from? And maybe we ought to be looking at some of these these different things. Absolutely. So let's let's go through it. So number one people should pay what they owe and not lie about their income or the tax laws. That's, I just want to get that out there. That's how I feel Mm -hmm. uh, about it. And I also feel that when these articles are talking about avoiding taxes, it was just sensationalism. It turned that turned out and we'll go through. It turned out everything they talked about is completely normal, just completely normal above the board kind of stuff. And, and here's what, here's what they're talking about. The first way that allegedly the, the rich avoid taxes is they said they pay lower taxes on dividends and gains than on their salary and such so just an interesting tax code. And some of the tax nerds out there are going to love this where they, they see reports and people that, are, that aren't tax nerds, they see this. What does this mean that the regular workers pay more in taxes than the rich people pay on these, these dividends and gains? Well, a dividend or a gain happens when a company makes money. When companies make money, they pay a tax on their profits, which is roughly 21%. Let's just, let's just go with that number because mm-hmm. that's about what it is when you're a rich person and you get that dividend or gain then you pay a tax on that called a long-term capital gains rate it's maybe 15 or 20 percent or even more so when you see that these uh, rich individuals are only paying a smaller tax rate the articles are only looking at half the taxes the company paid tax at about 21 percent the rich person paid tax at 15 to 20 percent that means the total taxes on those dollars are between, let's just say 35 to 40%. Let's just go with round numbers. That's, that's a big number. Now let's compare it to the salaries. When a company pays out a salary, the company doesn't pay any taxes on that salary because it's a expense for them. They don't have to pay taxes on something that wasn't a profit. Uh, they only pay taxes on things that are a profit. And when you are someone let's call them rich, when you're rich in this definition I'll just say you make over 100 grand roughly per year uh, as a couple uh, which is probably about you know middle middleish of the road there well those salary taxes are at 22 to 37% taxes when you're rich when you're below that 100,000 your salary taxes might be at 0 or 10 or 12% and then if you read in the articles sometimes you hear about the FICA taxes at about 8% We'll get this in the show notes to show you the math, because we're talking here in audio. But the point is at the maximum, if you're not quite rich, you're paying maybe 18%, 20% on those salaries. Meanwhile, these dividends, these gains are being taxed at 35 to 40% uh, on that dollar, because half the the tax came through the company and roughly half the ca- tax came through on the rich individuals. That's just, I, like we said, that's just sensationalism, where they're only focusing on half the tax and comparing it to a full tax on the other side. You got to look at the full tax for these dividends and gains. And they're basically the same, if not higher. These dividends and gains come in at a higher rate than than the salary does. So I, I, I just hate seeing that argument because it's just, it's just bad math. And they're choosing to ignore what reality is when they're talking about these different different articles that are out there. Well, it's a lot easier to get people to read when you get them upset first. And I'm I'm hoping people aren't quite upset about how we're talking about some of these things are, but please send us an email. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are after you read the article. Uh, read kind of our thoughts on some of it too. Love to love to hear from you. It's Jeremy at KyleFP K E I L F P dot com. So it'd be fun to interact and get someone else's take on this as well. So here's here's the number two way in the articles that they say the rich are avoiding their taxes, and they say, well, they are borrowing money. So if you are Uh, rich and have a lot of assets you can borrow money and of course you don't pay taxes when you borrow money and somehow that's a bad thing it just seems interesting I'd like to think about what would happen if maybe the tax laws were changed so that when you did borrow money you had to pay taxes on that because right now if you borrow money you don't have to pay taxes on borrowing that money so let's think about it that's that's actually how your mortgage works you buy a house and you take out a $300,000 mortgage on your house, you don't want the government taxing you. And so if you're taking money out as a mortgage and not getting taxed on it, why would somebody else need to get taxed on borrowing money on that? So it's interesting how they take this normal thing, borrowing money is somewhat a normal thing, not paying taxes on the borrowed money is completely normal, no one's doing that. It's interesting that they can take that concept, which everyone's used to, and somehow twisted to say, well, it's it's a bad thing when someone who's rich is borrowing money, but it's not too bad when someone who isn't a billionaire is borrowing money for a mortgage. It just, it's just uh, interesting to me. Well, number three pops up and it says, giving their money away. And I said, wait a second, we're, we're mad because the rich people are giving their money away? I, isn't that kind of like if you're if you're thinking that people that are richer owe something to society, shouldn't they be giving? Money away. I mean, that's, that's a great thing. And so that's interesting. I say, Hey, they give their money away and that's almost not fair. Cause they get a tax deduction. Well, guess what? A tax deduction might save somebody, I don't know, 20, 30, 40% of whatever they gave away when they give the money away. They gave they all it away, right? You, yeah. you give a hundred bucks away. That hundred bucks is gone and you get a tax deduction and maybe it, they save 20 or 30 or 40 bucks on their taxes, whatever it is they still have less money than when they started, right? Mm. Good for them for giving away their money. I think it's actually a great tactic. If you're someone that's not a billionaire, I, I'd like to know if there's any billionaires listening to our podcast, please send us an email, love to say hi. Yeah. Um, but if you're not a billionaire, maybe we ought to follow these these tactics. This is a great tactic. People ought to be sending money that they have, that they're blessed with to people that that need it. And so that's a great thing. And it's kind of nice that there's a tax deduction that's on there. Now let's talk a little bit about tax deductions because it'd be good for us little guys, right? The people that maybe aren't billionaires to get that same type of tax deduction. Love you to still give away some of your money. Why not get a tax deduction for it? For this year, it's 2021. If you're single and you give away $300, you can put that on your tax returns as a deduction. If you're a couple, you're married filing jointly, you can do that for $600. So that's a nice little thing uh, that you can get a deduction on that. That's kind of new in the last year or two. There's oh, some tax ask. laws that changed. Yeah. yeah, that's new. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, yeah, take a look at it. I I, I got a feel on Eric cuz I know who you are. I got a feeling you're maybe giving away more than 600 bucks every year. Oh yeah. But absolutely. make sure you tell your accountant that you are. Yeah. yeah right? Exactly. So you can get that on the get that on there. Another one. Now I I also know Eric. I know you're not 70 and a half yet. Not yet. But some of our listeners are. And when you reach 70 and a half and you have an IRA, there's this thing called the qualified charitable distribution. Now, that's been around forever. That's been around since 2009, uh, roughly. And that's the idea that if you have IRA money, you've reached 70 and a half. So it used to be that used to be the age where you're forced to take the IRA money out. Now, the age for required minimums, they call it from your IRA money, is at 72 but if you're 70 and a half, you can take money from your IRA directly to the charity, send it directly to the charity. It kind of like skips your tax return. And so a lot of people look at and they say, well, if I took out two grand and I gave it to the charity, you know, I add two grand onto my income, I take a $2,000 deduction, it kind of washes out. Is that right? And the answer is absolutely no. It almost never washes out. Hmm. This qualified charitable distribution, when you're 70 and a half, is a great way if you are a giver and if you're not we'd encourage you to be to say take the money i would have been giving anyways give it directly to the charity because if it doesn't show up on the front page of your tax return that helps out in so many different ways it helps out with maybe some of your social security doesn't get taxed it helps out with perhaps you don't pay extra for medicare it helps out where maybe some of your dividends and gains that you might have if you're 70 and a half you might have been a saver and investor and you might have dividends and gains and your tax return and that might help reduce some of the taxes on there so it's a great thing to be looking into to say if i'm 70 and a half ira money money i'm giving away ought to go directly to the charity compared to ira to you to the charity that's something that we want uh, people to be looking at no i mean th- those are great points jeremy i i think
2: that um when people see that or they're giving away their money, the rich people are giving away money so they can get tax deductions. It's just, it's kind of not fair. I would challenge you to ask any charity that is receiving those donations. If they're okay with the rich people giving away money to get tax deductions, because without those large donations, I mean, we all do our part in in a way we do what we can. I mean, you, you mentioned that you think that I probably gave away more than $600 we have, but I certainly haven't given away 50, 60, 70, a hundred thousand dollars or million dollars by any means. Cause I don't have those funds, but the rich mm-hmm. people do. And so I I'm all about encouraging them to give to charities because charities do such great work in any fashion. So I, I
1: right. yeah, you get it. Yeah. Good. Well, let's move over to the fourth way that the rich avoid their taxes. And now this one, when the word avoid comes up, I thought the first three were completely bogus. This one might not be so bogus. Now, this mm. one, I got a feeling this is why they they saved. I would have put it first because it was legit on there. But I can kind of agree with this one. There's these types of trusts. They're called dynasty trust, grantor retained trust, all these different types of trusts that are written up basically specifically just to avoid taxes. Now, it's all completely legal, but in my mind, going through it, and you can look at the article to read all about it. But in my mind, if they're going through saying, "How do we help the rich pay more taxes?" Using fake math or half the math on what dividends and capital gains are charged for tax rates is kind of dishonest. To say, oh my goodness, I can't believe they're borrowing money and not taxed on it. That's what everybody does. That's called a mortgage. I don't Mm -hmm. think that's a a big deal. To give their money away and say that they're getting this huge benefit, uh, they're losing more money by giving it away than whatever tax benefit they might be getting. And like you said, anything we can do to encourage anybody to give away money is a great thing. But we get to the fourth step where there's all these different trusts that are complex only available for the rich to avoid taxes you know what i'm not a politician i don't want to be but it seems like that might be the one legit place to start looking at and there's an article we'll put in there of how the people that founded facebook these facebook billionaires they gave away a bunch of their money like like millions upon millions maybe even billions of dollars and they put on these low prices they said oh facebook's gonna have an ipo next next couple months from now. And so let's give away the money now. And well, it's tough to sell billions of dollars of Facebook stock. So maybe it's worth like a dollar. And then all of a sudden IPOs 2 months later at yeah, like 20 bucks. Okay, that seems kind of shady to for the people that are founding these big companies and they know what's going to happen in a few months and they make up a number for what things are worth where it's worth way less than it really is. That seems a little bit shady. So I I love for all these articles that say they're richer avoiding taxes. Maybe focus on that part, <laughs> the one that's legit, yeah. uh, as opposed to just the normal stuff of you, know, you get a tax deduction for giving your money away. That's I
2: hope everyone's doing that. I'm really confused by what you, you know, what you were just sharing. I know that you said there's an article that I'm obviously I'm going to go and read and I think we're going to link that in the show notes, but so so give me an example. So you're saying that they they're allowed to set their own price for what they're saying, you know, its value is, and then when it inflates, it's a much larger tax deduction. Is that how that works?
1: That's the way it seems, where you oh. say, oh my goodness, uh, how do you value like 3% of Facebook? Well, you know, it's tough to sell 3% of Facebook, so, you know, it must not be worth that much. Three months later, six months later, whatever it is, it's really easy to value it because it's on the public stock market. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a apparently a normal thing to do to say, oh my goodness, we've got uh, this c- company that's huge, that actually does have valuations already, but they figure out ways, uh, based on all the tax laws that are written, to say, oh, it's actually worth pennies compared to where it's worth wow. dollars. Yeah, that seems a little yeah, shady, I sad. would, <laughs> uh, but it's all legal, it's all legal. And so that, that seems like a good place to look, yeah. to actually change some of the tax laws, is to, to get, rid of the, get rid of the shady stuff.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not like I can say, hey, I, I gave away $6,000 to charity this year, but I truly believe that $6,000 is worth 50,000. That's that's yeah.
1: what I think it's worth. So I, I should get the right tax exactly. for that. That's yeah. Who yep. makes these rules? I know I can't blame people for getting mad about about that one. Uh, yeah. And again, it's completely uh, legal. So that's that would be more of a I don't know a political way to change those laws compared to is this a fair situation or, mm-hmm. or you know are they cheating things at all? Yeah. We want everyone to take a look at this. Love to hear. Your idea is whether this is fair or not, whether the articles are just straight sensationalism about how people are dodging billions of dollars in, in taxes. And um, perhaps this last one, this dynasty trust and grant or retain trust. I mean, these just sound fancy, and that's sometimes a, an indication that, that things are a little bit different on there. But hey, we support people paying their fair share we don't think anyone should lie, cheat, or steal to get rich or avoid uh, taxes. But to, to call out these rich people and make them the bogeyman for just whatever is wrong in the world for just normal legal stuff, that, that just makes no no sense to us. And we need to want to talk it through and say, here's a, here's what we saw, here's what we're thinking. And hey, maybe maybe if you're not a billion, billionaire, you can learn a thing or two and, and try to get some of those tax deductions that are legit too. Again, so many times they're painted poorly in the media. But I believe
2: it was Warren Buffett that actually came out and said that it's not right that he pays less in taxes as far as percentage wise than his Mm -hmm. uh, administrative assistant. Yep, I I think he's one of the ones that said that. and And I love it that. There are some rich people out there that are willing to speak up um, and say, mm-hmm. hey, things need to be fixed. Now, does that stop him from using every possible law and loophole and everything else that's written in the tax I'm sure code? he does. No, I mean, he, he does because he's, he's brilliant. And everybody should use everything that they can to save you know taxes so that they, they can better their family or better their business. But I would love to hear from more uber wealthy people saying, let's fix the tax code because i I don't hear it from more than maybe warren (laughs)
1: there you go maybe
2: maybe i've missed it but i certainly haven't heard it from uh, zuckerberg or any of those other guys
1: well they're the ones using i'm sure warren's used these different trusts as well too Mm -hmm. not that i would know for sure but hey that's that's the place to look look at these different trusts and the uh, tax codes and the laws written around that and for all of us i want everyone to to take a look Give more money to charity and and make use of those tax deductions that are out there the uh, 300 or 600 dollars if you're a couple uh, you reach 70 and a half you get this qualified charitable distribution i think that would just make the world a better place if uh, we go out and give money to charity and don't forget then to check a few boxes so that you can save some of those tax dollars at the end of the year because hey that might give you more money to give away to charity yet again yeah,
2: absolutely. And I know you've already said it a couple times during this podcast, but can you please remind everybody what your email address is so they can email them their questions, concerns, comments about what you're what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear from you. It's Jeremy at KyleFP.com, J-E-R-E-M-Y at K-E-I-L-F-P.com. Send me an email. love to hear your thoughts on it. And want to say thank you for those that contact us. And thank you, too, for all the listeners to the Retirement Reveal Podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions.
0: Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor.